You're listening to Protect His House on the Armor Up podcast. Our goal is to connect the good news of the gospel with our everyday lives. Here's this week's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of Protect His House. I'm Will Washington. Thanks for listening. When I was in college, I took a class on nutrition. And before I took that class, I would just kind of eat whatever I want. I didn't really think about it because I didn't really think through how the things we eat actually affect us physically. But in that class, the professor would spend time teaching us how the different things that we eat do have an effect on our bodies. They affect us physically and they make an impact. So as I learn more and more about how food really does have an impact on our bodies and how we feel physically, I started to make little changes to how I would eat. I wanted to see if the things that he was teaching actually worked. And over time, sure enough, what would happen is is I would feel things like having more energy during the day. I would have more strength when I exercised. Overall, I would just feel better throughout the day. And I realized that what he was teaching was true, is that the things that we feed on, the things that we digest, the things that we put in our bodies actually have an impact on us physically. And sometimes we don't even realize that until we actually change the things that we eat. The same principle is true spiritually with our relationship with God. This is a quote from a guy named Scott Sauls. He's a pastor in Nashville. And this is what he says. He says, whether scripture, social media, culture, or TV, whatever we feed on more than the rest, that is what's discipling us. Meaning whatever we feed on more than anything else, that is the thing that is shaping us, that's forming us, that's having an impact on our life over time. And sure enough, there was a study that came out a few years ago. There was a study of about 250,000 people at a thousand different churches. And this is what they found. They were trying to figure out what had the greatest effect on people growing in their relationship with God. And what they found in their results was that nothing has a greater effect on the spiritual growth of a person than reflecting on and reading scripture and talking about it with other people. In other words, our intake, our feeding on scripture in discussing that with other people in our lives is the thing that is going to affect us in our relationship with God. That's a huge thing to learn and to find. The problem is that research also shows that people in today's society don't know their Bibles as well. There are tons of statistics about how adults now don't have the same Bible knowledge that people used to have. Now, why is that? Well, there's a ton of reasons But two reasons that stand out above the rest that are probably at the top of the list, and I think you can probably relate to these, are that we would say that we're very busy. So we don't have time to read our Bibles. We don't have time to really invest in that. Or we would say that, man, it's just boring. Like if we're being really honest, we constantly feel this need to be entertained because we live in a society that's constantly entertaining us. So being busy and not wanting to be bored can sometimes be reasons that we use or excuses that we make to not really invest the time to be in our Bibles. Now, I want to contrast that attitude and those ideas with a few verses in the Bible. Here's the first one. This is in Jeremiah 15, verse 16. It's about the prophet Jeremiah, and this is what he says when God speaks his word to him. He says, When your words came, I ate them. They were my joy and my heart's delight, for I bear your name, Lord God Almighty. So what Jeremiah is saying is this, is that the way that he viewed God's word, God's truth, was like food that he fed on, that he digested, that he delighted in. He says, they were my joy 
and my heart's delight. So he didn't view it as a burden. He didn't view God's word as something he was too busy for. He didn't view it as something that bored him. He saw it as something that brought him joy, that brought him delight. It was like eating a delightful meal. That was his view of God's word. The second example is in 2 Timothy chapter 3. Paul is writing to Timothy, one of his own disciples, and he's preparing him to continue to lead after Paul dies. And one of the things he tells him is that, hey, you live in a society where a lot of people are going to abandon the truth of Scripture. And I want to encourage you to continue in the truth of Scripture even when others don't. So this is what he says in chapter 3, verses 14 and 15 in 2 Timothy. He says, but as for you, Timothy... Continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you learned it, and how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. What he's saying is that, Timothy, you live in a time when a lot of people might be abandoning the truth, but I want to challenge you and encourage you to stay with God's word, to continue to be in his word, to know his scripture, because it is the thing that makes you wise for salvation, meaning that it is the thing that points you to the fact that you're a sinner that needs a savior, but you have that savior in Jesus Christ. And not only do you have that savior, you're invited to grow in a relationship with that savior by knowing him through his word. That is why people all throughout history were willing to give their lives even so that other people could know the truth of the Bible because it pointed to Jesus Christ, the Savior, and knowing God through his word. That's why they believe that it was so valuable. So as we experience pressure from our culture as Christians for what we believe, just like Timothy did, we need firsthand knowledge of our sacred text, the Bible, not only hearing what other people think about it, not only getting it from other teachers, but we need to be in it for ourselves so that we can get firsthand knowledge in the society that we live in. So here's the point. I really felt like this is the thing I wanted to talk about today, that the best investment of your own time today and my own time today is to spend time meeting with God in his word. You can be reminded of your savior who loves you and who died for you for your sins. You can get to know your God better and to be more equipped to live in this world as it continually can put pressure on us for the things that we believe, that you would have a joy and a delight to treat the Bible as the thing that you want to feed on. So here's how I would encourage you to apply that. This podcast is meant to encourage you in God's word, but it's not meant to be a substitute for your own time in God's word. So if you don't know where to start, my encouragement to you would be to make a little bit of time every morning or at night and maybe start by reading through a gospel, focusing on Jesus, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, and find someone you know and respect who knows and lives out the Bible and ask them how they got there. Ask them what advice they would give you. Because just like Jeremiah, just like Timothy, in the society we live in, whatever we feed on more than the rest is what is going to shape us and form us. And nothing is going to have a greater effect on our spiritual growth than knowing God's word and discussing it with other people. May that be our joy and our heart's delight in the thing that we feed on today. God, we thank you that you have spoken to us through your word. We thank you that your word is good. We thank you that it makes known to us our need for a savior and it shows us Jesus is our savior. I pray that we would feed on it, we would find joy in it, and we would delight in it this week and that that would be the thing that would shape us and form us as we truly know it and study it. And most importantly, it would cause us to love you more and to love the people that you put in our path. We pray that in Christ's name today. Amen.